Hey there, you're listening to Movies Not Music, a Waves on the Shore series. Join us in bi-weekly episodes as Jaron walks with Evan through his movie-watching journey. Jaron, <laughs> what are we talking about this episode? Um, are we talking about music? We're talking about a man. A man who is... That was not... No, no, no. You were supposed to We're talking to about an, a man... No, a man we're talking who's... about movies, not music. <laughs> ha, funny intro, Evan. Unfortunately, Evan, I'm a loose cannon. I'm a trip. has a no, coconut no, for a brain. Evan, Evan, what you don't realize is that I'm a loose cannon... I am a maverick. Yeah, exactly. I'm a trailblazer. Like, I am a disruptor. It has come full circle, Evan. I'm a disruptor. That's what this entire movie was about, Evan. Evan, what movie were we talking about today? Are we talking about? Are you lost? Do you not understand what I'm referencing? The Lion King. I hate um, you. <laughs> what movie? Uh, we're talking. We're talking about uh, uh, a little thing called Glass Onion: A Knives Out Mystery. So, if you don't know. Uh, earlier this year, we talked about Knives Out, which is a movie from 2019, Daniel Craig mystery movie that seemed to do pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure it did really it, well. It did pretty well financially, and it was also received well critically. It did good enough that it made its way to me somehow, and that I watched it on my own will. And we talked about that, and then they dropped... I forget, how did you end up... It was a TikTok. Like... And and it was it because of Daniel Craig you were like oh I know that guy, a combination that of that and the plot actually sounded really interesting. Okay. okay. So Knives Out was a an, a very interesting murder mystery, really cool yeah. to watch. Told the movie almost like a like it felt like a, a board game to me the way all the pieces fell together. Um, and they're following. It's supposed to. I mean, it's supposed. It's supposed. Movies to, like that are like you know the game of Clue is literally a murder mystery with all these like rich yeah. people and like they're all they horrible people. That. That's what Knives Out is. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I love that aspect too. And they're back again now with a follow up called Glass Onion, which has Among Us in it. That's right. Among Us is in the movie. And Benoit Blanc is gay. Best he's film gay of all time. And he's playing Among Us. Is Benoit Blanc? What gay? more could you ask for? He is. He has a hu- he's got a husband. Or at least a a boy lover. That sounded I horrible. That. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, well, there's the there's this the part where we might as well just, I guess this movie is relatively new, so we'll just say spoilers. Maybe yeah, yeah, don't no, watch are, this. There are spoilers. Go it, go borrow if you don't have Netflix, um, go borrow your friend's Netflix, your mom's Netflix, your grandma's Netflix, and watch it, and then come back. But, um, early in the movie when he's playing Among Us, his, I don't know his boyfriend or husband or whatever is the one who answers the door and tells him. He's like, hey, you have a package. And it shows him for, like, one shot oh, at one point. I didn't know that. I didn't notice. It's it's not, like, it's not heavily, emph- like, it's not, I, I was just like, oh, he's he's gay. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Which is fine. Um, you do you, yeah, you do you, okay. boo. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, the movie itself, do you have a synopsis you want to read to kind of give an overview? Uh, I thought you had that. But, I thought you had um, that. But basically, I, I will just say this. Uh, this is off the top of the dome. I'm Jaren spitting right now. Um, the synopsis warning. is. <laughs> you say warning. You know it's not going to be good now. <laughs> uh, no, this is going to be streamlined. Benoit Blanc is. Uh, 
uh, I don't know what's the lured, not lured, uh, sucked in almost unwillingly at first into this big murder mystery on an island with a bunch of rich, horrible people. It's just supposed it's, to be a game, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So here's the synopsis. Um... <laughs> no, mine was good. Mine was good enough. We don't need to. <laughs> no, it was all right, but I'm just going to. Tech billionaire Miles Braun invites his friends for a getaway on his private island. When someone turns up dead, Detective Benoit Blanc is put on the case. Now, we shouldn't even try. That synopsis explain... is purposefully misleading because that's not exactly what happens. Exactly. It's not exactly what happened. There is so much that happens in this movie. It is almost pointless for us to try and explain it. It's better we just give our thoughts and opinions on the movie. And if you've seen That's it, fair. you're in the know. If you haven't, go watch it and then come back. Because there are so many plot twists from people being dead and then some a uh, twin playing that. So they think they're alive and there's uh-huh. all these double stab backs. Really, the most important thing is that Sarah Cameron is in the movie. She's back. She... You don't know who Sarah Cameron is? I don't I don't think so. L individual. Uh L individual. <laughs> is that Sarah Cameron not Madeline Klein. So you're not Sarah gonna Cameron. tell me you're not gonna tell me who uh Sarah Cameron is? Well, from Outer Banks, of course. Oh, you're oh, you're one of those basic chunks. Every okay. every teenage guy's crush for three months in twenty twenty. <laughs> She's Every in another t- movie. She, she, so have you seen Outer escaped. Banks? I thought you didn't watch TV shows. I've seen the first season because it was quarantine. So I've seen all the... Movie. I've watched a compilation of all of the scenes with uh, Sarah Cameron and them on Nunchucks. YouTube. Nunchucks. <laughs> Best scene of all time. Anyways. Um, yeah, no. I, I refuse to call her Madeline Klein. Who, who, Sarah no, Cameron's who, in the movie. Um, is that... I'm, oh, it's the, oh, you're talking about that chick. Yeah, I mean, she's she's... I don't know. I guess she's not my... I mean, she's definitely attractive. Like, I'll acknowledge Sarah Cameron... But I don't think she's my type. The the reason I say Sarah Cameron and not Madeline Klein, because Sarah Cameron's the character in Outer Banks. Yeah, I got that. And I'm clarifying for the listeners. No, 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 no. They're more intelligent than I am. They they, Uh, they Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, (laughs) The reason I say it is because, like, honestly, Sarah Cameron's better than Madeline Klein. All right? I don't have anything against Madeline Klein. I just have something for Sarah Cameron. So... (laughs) For that purpose, we will refer to her character. Oh. I, I forget. I forget what her name actually. It whiskey, right? Whiskey her was her name. Whiskey and Duke uh, was her man. Sarah, though, for all intents and purposes, will be her name. Why um, don't we just call her Whiskey, though? <laughs> <laughs> That's her character. I, I watched I it. I watched it with a friend the whole time. I was making Sarah Cameron jokes. The anytime she, I was like, "Hey, yo, it's Sarah again." My friend Bailey, she's just like. Will you stop calling her Sarah? And I'm just like one no. one of the one of my favorite scenes that actually made me chuckle like a lot. Just kind of like haha, that was kind of funny. Is when she picks up the. It's just this movie is kind of it's just so bizarre, but it's like yeah, but it's, it's meant to be like that. It's yeah, but it's meant to be, meant so to be outrageous that or yeah. so weird and strange. Because we're live because we're experiencing these prissy rich people's. Sp- entitled lives but my favorite scene is when she has this uh like a uh, harpoon is it a harpoon gun or it's like a spear gun for like like, like, like that diver well, it's like divers would use you, it's used underwater and oh she like she shoots it like at somebody or she shoots it at um um helen 
the twin yeah. when she's running away and it's like it's like damn that like she was, channeled her in her sarah cameron there yeah. this channeled her in her sarah cameron oh is sarah, nautical, sarah is what? sarah is sarah cameron a crazy white girl no, like she crazy just knows how to use water stuff well she is kind of crazy but oh. crazy in a good way um all right the movie itself is is absolutely like I I almost want to say it's better than the first one. You could. I wouldn't get mad at you. It's good. I would say it's. I would say that they are at they're least equal. I would say they're at least as good. I would maybe say that. I like, I like the setting of the first one a lot, and I like. Yeah. So, I feel like there are some of the. I like some of the characters just a little bit more in the first one. But there's some things in the second one that make me laugh so much more. Yeah. And one of the one of those things is, and I'll I'll just go ahead and get into it. I got I pulled up a little bit of trivia. Some of it I know off the head, but I I can read some more later. But a few things that I know, just off the top of my head, there is this hilarious thing every hour. I th- I think it's every hour. <laughs> there's a sound that plays on the island, and it's literally it is literally an audible. It is someone saying the word dong. Like it's like it's not the it's not the sound it's not a bell it's not like a bell being rung it's, it's a voice saying. it's a re- it's a recorded voice being played every hour on the hour and it's someone going dong no that is actor they they hired actor Joseph Gordon Levitt to just to just record the line dong <laughs> and it's also cool that um <laughs> that's cool because. Joseph Gordon-Levitt has been in every single one of Ryan Johnson's movies, and so that's him in that movie. That's his like that. Inclusion. That's it. That's his inclusion, which is I think is pretty funny. There's another thing that I know off the top of my head is there is a famous painting that I can't think of the name of, but it's like I think it's red on the top. It's red on the top and blue on the bottom, or it's the other way around. I can't remember. The and Mona maybe that's Lisa. it's not. <laughs> the Mona Lisa is in this movie. Plays but. Role. But a big theme of this movie is exposing Miles Braun for how much of an idiot he actually is and how he has just managed to... Like, it's kind of this real-world analogy for, like, yeah, stupid people get rich and successful all the time. Like, that's just... A, like, Jake Paul Money is doesn't wealthy. mean you're smart. Yeah, like... Jake Paul like it, signed it the just, It just that's goes to nice. show that I could be smarter than a ton of other people, but they could but just not. make more... But they could just... <laughs> But imagine there is a possibility but they could just that make... someone as dumb as Jaren might make money. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, I'll have you know I took all the high ability classes in high school. I chose I chose to not use my smarts because I'm humble and I stay humble. <laughs> okay. Anyway, and it, the whole point of that is like so the painting is hung upside down in the movie, and it's to show that like he doesn't like he's trying to give off this like sense that like he owns all these paintings and this these sculptures and all this and and and, but he but yeah it's like this whole this whole thing is just him trying to act like he's like oh yes i know everything about this and like he's high cultured and high class but he's really just grasping at straws trying to make it look like he knows what he's doing when he actually has no idea what he's doing like even the even the contraption at the beginning of the movie that he uses to invite people like it's revealed pretty early on admitted by him he he hires somebody else to make that. He doesn't even make that. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't He's his not some mastermind. Uh, yeah. He he like he couldn't he probably couldn't have solved it. Like it's it's really no. interesting. It's an I, 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 I like that it kind of it's this movie about idiots, basically. Like idiots. At the same time, like the problem is 
everyone's in a way not necessarily indebted, but Miles Braun, the rich guy, is they're like leeches. Their, the only reason they yeah, survive is life and he uses success. them. They need him, and so he uses them, and so the whole movie is this thing of trust and people betraying, but also they find it hard to betray Miles Braun because their whole careers are built around them. Yeah. Well, he uses it's them. It's a really interesting dynamic. They need they need him for basically money and and yeah. and for he can get them things that they might need. He can get hook them up with certain people or like certain opportunities or whatever. And in return, if he needs something from them, he does that. We see that a lot especially with like Duke trying to his like he's trying to like bump his streaming numbers up and or whatever yeah. and and Duke and Miles is like, "Yeah, I'm going to do that." And then obviously we see how that plays out, but um because he kills him. Um, but the murder doesn't actually happen until like halfway through the movie. Or maybe it's like a third of the way. Uh, no, more than that. More than that. Are you sure? Well, the, the, the thing is, the murder oh, happens. You know what? You know what? The, mur- the, yeah. the murder happens, but then we there's a significant portion of the movie that gives us a ton of context. So it's like yeah. we're watching. We're like. You almost watch it twice in a way. You yeah, we just it, see you do watch it twice. You we, watch it the first yeah. time and then you watch it with context, which is Yeah, well you see another so perspective. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it is cool. So cool. And we see that Miles Braun did poison uh Helen's sister. Yep. And and Duke Helen was the undercover. one Duke was the one that saw him, I think, right? On the way to Helen's house cuz they were everybody else was got saw, hit. He almost got hit by uh yeah, bye. Braun, Braun. Uh huh. It's cool how that all worked out, but it's an um, one. I like, I liked this villain a lot. I did too. Um, the whole time. I, but I, go ahead. The whole time. So, my friend Bailey, she's the one I was watching this with, and she's like, "Oh, like girl boss, whatever for like girl boss." what's helen's sister's name like i mean i guess it was helen the whole time but like um, wait evan you watched this movie with a girl yes oh man okay all right i just all right this is a big deal for you because you don't talk to girls a lot so yeah oh he cut back to the previous podcast episode he got (laughs) she's literally my neighbor but anyways um we talked about watching this before it came out. So, anyways, uh, she's the whole time she's sitting there like, "Oh yeah, like she's such a girl boss." I'm like, "Man, this Miles dude kind of sick." <laughs> she's just like, "No, he's just a rich <laughs> asshole." And I'm like, "Yeah, this Miles dude kind of sick." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, but he's look at hot him just though." Chilling, look at him just chilling on his island and all that stuff. And she's like, "Look at all the like girl boss stuff this character's doing." And I'm like. Hey, Sarah Cameron's in this scene, and she's just like, I can't do. <laughs> it's probably the most Evan movie experience I could have. The most Un- clueless, like, uneducated movie <laughs> she's ever had. Uh, one of my uh, another one of my favorite things about every time in the background when they're in that main area with all like the glass sculptures and stuff, there's a painting that's kind of front and center on the back wall and it's miles braun without a shirt on he has like this shredded six-pack and like no one ever acknowledges it but every time it's on the screen <laughs> it's i look I, it's there and i'm i can't help but look at it and i'm like this man this man like this man did that like, <laughs> like you just... really did that yeah he did that um 
Oh man. Wow. I one of my another thing that I mean I've already touched on it a little bit. I just like how much it shows us how all these people rely on Miles. Yeah, it's and such the, an the, interesting social pyramid thing. Yeah, because in the first that first, uh, we'll call it the first, I guess it would be the first act, before they give us all the context. Because the first act is the first set of, it's establishing everything. And then the second act kind of takes us back in time, shows us that Benoit Blanc and Helen, Helen as actually the one that gave Benoit Blanc the invitation that she received. Um, and that that's who the anonymous inv- invitation person was. Um, and so the, And then the third act is like, it's the resolution. We're back into the present. Everything from here on out is like, we know what's going, or we know what has been going on. It's time to fi- figure out like how this is going to yeah. end, like that kind of thing. And then one of my, some of my favorite stuff was seeing like how some of them would make certain decisions just because of their reliance on Braun, specifically Duke. Cause in that first act, you see him catching whiskey and brawn together having sex and at first you're like oh shoot brawn's just like just taking this dude this dude's this dude's woman but then in that second later in the movie it's revealed that no he's not mad at him he's you he's letting he's like he's he know he's he wants whiskey to do that because whiskey's trying to convince brawn for duke to um help him with his like to help him help him with like a twitch deal or whatever mm-hmm. so that duke can further his career so duke wants this to happen and then you also find out that whiskey doesn't really like duke or any of them that much like at all he's she's just using like freebird she yeah she she's using all of them because she's she's trying to kind of build her own platform uh, and like last long enough and get successful enough in her own right, so that she can eventually break away from Duke and become her own kind of person. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of interesting. I wasn't really expecting that. I thought she was just going to be some dumb blonde chick who just, That's like, what I thought, too. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, women at female empowerment. You go, girl. Girl boss. Girl boss. <laughs> does your friend, so the, does your friend listen bosses? to the podcast? 100% not. Does she know it exists? I don't think so. Evan, how are you gonna? Never mind. I won't go there. <laughs> how many the ladies without showing them my podcast on YouTube? I mean, that's how I start all my conversations. I'll be like, uh, "Do you know I have a podcast? You know, I have a podcast." No, <laughs> that doesn't. In case, in case you're wondering, like, no, actually, uh, actually, yeah, 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 like, <laughs> in reality, how it usually happens is I'll I've known them for like forever, and I've we've had a podcast for basically two years at this point, and they'll be like. You never told me you had a podcast, and I'll be like, "Look, I'm just living my life. It's not my fault that you don't follow me on Instagram yeah, updates, or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna tell you. Literally, I'm not just gonna take every moment of my life to tell you. But, um. Oh wait, this one person from grade ten that I have math with got to tell her what's up. Mm-hmm. A-O, be I that just guy that race. just promotes their stuff and everybody else's like pages. Just be like. Hey, I'm just up and comer. You know, I'm so- <laughs> like, no, that that'd be cringy. Oh, um, trivia. Yeah, I can hit us with a little bit more. One of my favorite ones was that painting one. I just think it's hilarious that like 
Like, he's so dumb to notice that, like, his painting is upside down. Like, he thinks it's, like, he thinks it's right. I just think that's yeah. hilarious. Um, apparently, Ryan Johnson was briefly considering having Daniel Craig uh, as Benoit Blanc. In each movie that he was in, he would have a different accent. And they, like, wouldn't address it. Like, he would, like, he would just randomly have a different accent. But that didn't happen. I wouldn't mind that because I don't like the Benoit Blanc accent. It feels weird. Well, I think it, it's part of the character. He's very, he's very, well, he's very like deep very southern. Accent. No, I think it's I good think it's because a, I don't think it's a good deep southern. I think it feels like someone trying to imitate a southern no. accent. People talk like that, Evan. People talk like that. And that's also, awful, what they what, what what they're going for is over the top, though. Like that's yeah, like yeah, the, the whole film is very eccentric and everything. Yeah, like that's that. the that's the vibe. If you know what I mean. Oh, this is the painting I was talking about. Okay, so one of the painting paintings in Miles Braun's living room is Edward Norton's head, who plays Miles Braun, on Brad Pitt's body from Fight Club. So in Fight Club, they're they they're the leads of Fight Club. So it's Brad Pitt and Edward Norton, and so that painting is so it's it's a painting of Brad Pitt's torso from Fight Club and Edward Norton's head from Fight Club, which is kind of a cool reference to Fight Club. Um, but from a distance, it just it just looks really funny because it's just shredded Miles Braun. It's hilarious. Uh, uh, I guess we should go ahead and say there is a third movie that is confirmed to be coming out. Ooh, um, I, didn't I don't know, know if you that. Know that is happening. Because um, originally, Ryan Johnson had planned a trilogy, kind of like a loosely connected trilogy. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to go further than that. I guess it depends on how successful for they are and if uh ryan johnson wants to keep doing them but uh, i hope they do they are like this movie is such a mind bender like i love it it literally took me like half an hour to just cool my brain off after watching this because i was just like holy (laughs) crap what did i even just watch and i loved that i loved how confused i was like the plot line i don't know how to I now see the painting that is upside down. Yep. Okay, so I got another one here. This is a little funny. So in the the Among Us scene, there's a bunch of like famous people in the Among Us thing. And one of them oh, is Dane. Like in real life. They're not I think they're playing themselves. Like they're not playing characters. That's what I mean. Like they're like just actual people. Mm-hmm. They're not playing any. One of them is Dame Angela Lansbury. And She's like very old, and she didn't know how to play Among Us. So the director was like, was like trying to describe the how the game works to her, and she was like, "You know what? Uh, just tell me the lines." Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. yeah she's Why would really you even try with an old lady. No, no, she's an she's a really old actress and producer. Like she's like that is oh, so yeah. that seems oh, she's like so funny though. Like she's like ninety. She's ninety seven. Jeez, yeah, yeah. Like that scene when it's this old lady going. I saw you vent, and it's just like, oh my gosh, that's incredible. <laughs> uh, I love it. I like how modern and in touch the movies are. I do. I like how current they are. Um, uh-huh. It's interesting. They all. They also almost. They kind of. More maybe more so Glass Onion. Uh, they encapsulate the time period that they were made in. Well, yeah, I mean, and I know that I know that this movie they're still wearing yeah. masks and everything. 
Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's set back during COVID, so it's not like it's yeah. not supposed to be set in the present day. No. Um, I know that bothered some people. They were like, "Oh, politics and all that stuff," and I was like, "Maybe it's a just movie based in 2020." Maybe just shut up and watch the movie. I actually thought that the scene. Oh, this is another scene that we didn't talk about. Towards the very, at pretty much at the very beginning, when they're all meeting, where uh, they're supposed to meet, where uh, Miles told them to meet. Um, for their cruise ship that takes them to the island, they all uh, get sprayed yeah. uh, in the mouth with this mysterious elixir by some random ponytailed bodyguard, played by the legendary Ethan Hawke, who is only in that scene and is never again in the movie, which is, like, very upsetting. Because um, I would have loved to, him to have been in the rest of the movie. But the the thing, the reason I find that, that scene notable is, like, it implies that, like, the hubris of these rich people are so like obviously there's not a cure for covid but these it, it's implying that the like edward or not edward miles braun has like discovered a cure and yeah. is like and is using it's like oh don't worry you don't need to wear your mask anymore it's like and so it's kind of like poking poking fun at that a little bit too and also um birdie j her character her mask is like it's just like thin, like it's not even like an actual mask. It's like just fashion. It's not doing anything. Like it's it has holes in it and stuff. And I thought that was hilarious too, because it totally fits her character. Yeah. Because that thing with the remember that the sweatshop part, where mm. she thinks a sweatshop is actually just where sweatpants are made, but then she finds out that a sweatshop is illegal and is like horrible. <laughs> I really liked that scene. That I thought scene. it was I thought it was hilarious. She she was like, this is the big that her like manager was like, you do know that this is like the biggest sweatshop in India, right? And she was like, sounds great. <laughs> that's a that's a dumb white girl moment, dumb blonde white girl moment. Couldn't be Sarah Cameron. No, couldn't be. No. 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 Oh, you know what we should do? Eventually. And maybe it'll be next around next Christmas season. There is a Hallmark movie that Tennille Towns is in. Ah, <laughs> yeah, we should do that. And maybe we should, or we could do it in the summer. Me and the boys always watch the Family uh, the Family Guy Christmas special on the first day of summer vacation. Why? Because that's just what we've done. It's you guys have interesting, have... interesting. I told you the um, New Year's, right? Yeah, you told me about it's uh, Chef Boyardee Chef on Boyardee New Year's. Chef Boyardee ravioli on New Year's. <laughs> we did it. We synced up Sweet Caroline to uh, the New Year drop, and then we as soon I, as midnight I, hit, we started mucking our ravioli. I know I joked about this. I can't remember if I joked about it on the last episode. I might have, but it's the... Uh, I remember I told you about the Taylor Swift getting hit by a car? Did I tell you that? Did <laughs> yeah. we talk about that? I really, I think it would be hilarious to sync that up with the New Year's <laughs> ball drop. <laughs> Did I tell you about Taylor Swift getting hit by the car? Yeah, yeah, Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that on an episode or was that just us talking? I don't remember. I guys, might have just been us talking. If this wasn't on an episode, go watch Amsterdam. Not because it's good, because but because Taylor it's a movie that should be good and it has an outstanding cast. And about 10 or 12 minutes in, Taylor Swift gets pushed into a road and gets ru- run over by a by a car and it is one of the funniest things i've ever seen on on film before it is hilarious because it looks so stupid it is amazing did you watch it evan no i didn't see it watch it you don't have to do it right now but watch it um 
Evan is currently texting his girlfriend and uh, no, ignoring I'm... us. No, Elvis's daughter just died. What? <laughs> oh, okay. I just saw that comment. I was like, dang. It's not even Elvis. If it's not Elvis, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't matter. She's only Elvis. What did she, what did she do, huh? What did she do? She didn't. She she ain't nothing but she a was hound a singer. Do <laughs> you get that reference? Did you hear that reference? Um, I heard it and I forget where it's from, but I do know where it's. It's from. an Elvis song. Ain't nothing but a hound oh, dog. Right. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I was like, I know this is from something, but oh, right. oh, now you want to sigh like you haven't forgotten anything <laughs> in the last two hours. I haven't forgotten playing. a single thing. I'm the smartest man alive. <laughs> um, let's re- let's rate let's rate this. Eight and a half. Let me reference. I feel like I give a lot of movies eight and a half. Here, I have a letterboxed. You should get a letterboxed. I want want to make you get one. Letterboxed. And our viewers can. Okay, so letterboxed is just like a way to review movies. So it's like a little. Here. Oh, shoot. If you're a viewer and not a listener, I'm sorry. Um, I'm showing my phone. Can you. But basically, you is can it kind an of app I can get. You you can be an, you can do it on your browser, but I use the app. Um, but basically, a cool idea would to be to give our viewers our letterbox, and so they can follow us and see what we watch and review. And it's it'll like be cool. And, and that way, we it's can, like gray, that, orange, green, and blue dot. Yeah. Um. Letterbox D. Yeah, letterboxed. It's okay. It's this. If you're looking at my. It's it's the gray sorry it's the gray background with the orange green and blue dots. Um. But it would be a cool way to keep help. It would also help. It also helps us keep track of scores. So yeah, that, that would be cool. actually. Um, and you can actually leave. You can leave reviews. They don't have to be like anything special. But like, I reviewed. Here, I have a pretty funny review of something. So let me. Let me go. To hey, it's literally the cover picture right now. Oh, it's some boots. Oh, that's Puss in Boots. It, I want, I'm it was, probably going to see Puss in Boots It was Glass Onion. It was Glass Onion. Okay. Second. Here, I reviewed a movie called Christmas With You, a really bad Netflix original rom-com. This was my review of it. Why did I watch this movie? And then I said, don't answer that. I'm well aware that my greatest weakness is rom-coms, especially if they take place during Christmas. Also, both of the main leads are like 45 years old in real life. But why does the dude look 70 in some shots and 35 in others? And the chick doesn't even really look 45 most of the time. This one detail captivated me more than anything else in the film itself. And I gave it one star. (laughs) Good one. Yeah, half my reviews aren't even me reviewing the film. It's me just, like, noticing things. Like, in in this one... (laughs) This is a rom-com with Emma Roberts in it. And I said, Emma Roberts seems to play the same character in every film I've ever seen him er, seen her in. But to be fair, I've only seen her in rom-coms, so there's that. I enjoy her the, <laughs> enough. She has a lot of charm, but it'd be cool to see her take on a different kind of role eventually. And, and then I said, edit. Upon further investigation, I found that Emma Roberts does, in fact, do other movies besides Christmas <laughs> rom-coms. I've just never seen a single one, so maybe I'll see a different side of her eventually. But a part of me likes the idea of only watching her in Christmas rom-coms and refusing to watch anything else. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's incredible. Uh, I think... You want Guess what my review of, of Glass Onion was. What? I said, Benoit Blanc? How about Benoit Cock? Oh my... <laughs> <laughs> Right, and um, I and I gave it I four out of five on. stars. So I guess that would be an eight out of ten. 
I'm on. It only has a 3.7? Oh, my gosh. Bro. That's Well, that's out of five. That's pretty good. I know. Mo- the, the highest I've ever se- the highest I've like ever seen is like a four and a half. No, um, it's like four point three. How do I do this? How do I rate it? Oh, there's a green rate. plus. I'm a I'm a I'm a low key give it like if we're talking out of five. I don't know if it's a if, I don't know if it's a five out of five. I'm gonna give it. A we're doing this live on the air, Evan. Tell the people your uh, watched your username. I liked it. Um, review or log. What's your username, Evan? Overshore. Oh, it's Overshore. Okay. I didn't know if you were. Um, I'm going to say will, my review will you even of sh- Glass Onion. Uh, I'm just kind of hyped Sarah Cameron was in this. <laughs> that's your. I love that. See, that's the. Vi- I love reviews <laughs> like that where people just like. Those are some of the best reviews. Okay, so I typed or in I, I'm only here because Sarah Cameron was in it. Maybe I'll do that. Okay, well, I, I is, is it just Overshore? Is there like a capital? Yeah, just, just Overshore, one word, just like my YouTube channel. Is it lowercase? Capital O. You're not showing up, and that's frustrating me. Well, um, I'm Jaron underscore Pike for the viewers and for Evan. My, uh, my profile picture is um, Patrick Bateman from American psycho which is also currently my instagram profile picture (laughs) um but yeah also but like for real if any of the viewers if you if any of you guys are letterbox fiends if you're interested in movies i would recommend getting letterbox because it's just really fun i whenever i watch a movie which i did last night i watched where the crawdads sing which is um slightly relevant because of taylor swift and her song i we might have to watch that actually because i do think you would enjoy it um Mm -hmm. I've read the book though, and as far as an adaptation of the uh, of the book, the movie is actually really good. I think. Um, but let's uh, wrap this episode up. So I'll send us out. Um, this on. has been. Uh, what was your movies, name again? Not music. My username is Jaron underscore Pike. Ladies, slide into the DMs if you feel free. That was a joke. You don't have to do anything. Um, yeah, found you. Um, but Evan found me, and. Uh, I was lost, but now I'm found. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Waves on the Shore. If you feel inclined, leave a comment and a review. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us both on Instagram, at the Waves on the Shore, and at our personal accounts, at the Overshore and at Jeb Watts.